0: Hi, you're listening to the Build Your Digital Community Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Barthold, the co-founder and co-CEO of The Social Snippet, a social media agency focused on business owners growing their digital communities. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things digital community building so that you can grow your network and ultimately your business. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Build Your Digital Community. I'm your host, I'm Christina, and I'm so excited today to be here with Lindsay, and um, I am trying my best not to add the D in there. We were just talking about this. Lindsay, you're from the UK, right? Correct, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and as a Canadian, I just want to put the D in there, but I will not put it in your name. I will try my best, so, but I'm a big name user, so it's always hard because I'm like, I want to use people's names, but I want to say them properly. Um, but Lindsay is the, the brains and the genius behind Lindsay Grace Coaching, and she's a mindset and business mentor, and she empowers female entrepreneurs that are ready to skyrocket their business and remove fear and doubt around scaling and up-level their mindset. And when Lindsay and I were talking about what we would talk about today, we talked about sales mindset and. The reason why I think this is so important is because I talk a lot about sales on this podcast. Like, I really believe that, you know, sales are so crucial. You need sales for any business, right? Like, otherwise, you're not a business, it's a hobby. And I am so like passionate about teaching people how to sell in ways that are like easier than feeling like they have to go door to door, or they have to spend a ton of money on ads, especially early on, because I know a lot of the folks who are listening to this are early stage in the first five years. So Lindsay, welcome. And I would love for you to tell everybody a little bit about you and why you're so passionate about sales.
1: That was an introduction and a half. Thank you so much, Christina. And I'm a big name user as well. So I'm on board with you there. Uh, So thank you for having me and thanks for listening, everybody. I'm over in Manchester in the UK and I am indeed a mindset coach and business mentor. My background is 15 years in sales. So when I got into life coaching, which was about two years ago, um, trained to be a qualified life coach. My first business coach and mentor was like, you do know that so many new entrepreneurs, more so women, don't like selling. And I was like, say what? Like, what are you on about? Because I absolutely love selling. And I then started this journey of really starting to understand and do loads of market research and really talk to my clients about what it was that they didn't like about selling. Mm -hmm. And the thing that came up and comes up so much is that selling feels salesy, selling feels icky. I don't want to push my prices on anyone. I don't want anyone to feel like they have to buy from me. I'm also a service-based business, so I feel bad. I should be giving it away, you know, who am I to charge? So money mindset and sales mindset are two of my favourite things to help female entrepreneurs with particularly because it is a mindset block, it is a mindset limitation, that is it because selling is a service, selling is you helping somebody to transform you have got, let's be dramatic here, but you've got the cure for cancer you would shout it from the rooftops until somebody paid attention you wouldn't hide away going, oh, but what if I'm too pushy? What if people say da, da 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 Because you'd be like, hang on a minute, I've got something that can save lives, help people. Mm-hmm. So I said it's traumatic because your service might not be saving lives, it might be, but it's on the same level of if you've got something good to share with the world, then it really is so important that you're courageous and brave enough and understand that selling is a service, it's a connection, it's getting you and your service out there helping people.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, uh, something I've talked about on this podcast before is this idea of when we are like working in our our right energy and doing the things that we're meant to be doing, there is a lot of like blessings that we can create for other people. And I actually think the same thing about sales is that like when we are actually selling our service, like we are actually giving people something that they need, right? Like you're you're probably not selling something to somebody that they don't need, right? There's like alignment around that where you don't want to be like, oh, like even for me, I've had people come and they ask us for social media help and I'm like, you're not in the place where I think you should be paying for this. Like, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like, this is like not what I, I think if you're making less than, you know, $30,000 in your business, you shouldn't be giving us $1,200 a month. That doesn't make sense to me. Or, you know, like you have tons of expenses like things like that. But that's an integrity for me to tell people that like, I don't really think that we're aligned and that doesn't feel like a good sale to me. But good yes. sales to me feel like when people buy from me when it's something that they need. And so yes. that that is a, a lot of like unlearning because at the beginning, I really found, I don't know, Lindsay, if like this is something you can speak to from your work with early stage entrepreneurs. But early on, I really felt like if someone wanted to buy something from me, I needed to do it at whatever price they wanted to pay me for it.
1: Yeah, so it's so interesting. I've just done a post on Instagram about people pleasing in your pricing. And that can look like, what if they think I'm too expensive? What if they can't afford me? What if they judge me for my four, you know, my four-figure ticket price? What if, what if? You're giving your power away and you're putting the power into someone else's hands. Now, that person on the other end of the sale doesn't really know yet or probably won't know yet until you fully explain and this is something else i help my clients with but they won't understand the transformation so it's like for me when i as a coach i like to get on a call with someone because i like to see the energy and i like that person to fully understand what they're going to get from me like what is the value what's the perceived value that i'm going to receive from you and if it matches up with the perceived desire. I'm running away and getting away from the perceived pain that I'm in, then boom, let's do it. So mm. someone buying from you, you could say it's £2,000, and they could go, that's a lot. But they don't know what the £2,000 is for. Yeah, but if I could tell you that that £2,000 in six months is going to make you £10,000, and you've now got confidence, and you now love what you do, and you've now got a product to sell, yada, yada, yada. They're like, oh, well, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a drop in the ocean. Yep. £2,000 is nothing. So it's really about you as the the entrepreneur, you as the business owner, one, believing in yourself that you're heart-centered, okay? You're a good person. So take the Wolf of Wall Street and the door knocking and the icky salesperson out of your mindset because that's not you. Mm -hmm. And you can look at yourself in the mirror and go, I've got loads of integrity, I'm heart-centered, I know I'm a good person, and I I know I'm coming from a good place. Once you know that then, it's about you, the the entrepreneur, fully understanding, as I've just spoke of, that transformation, the perceived Mm -hmm. transformation get crystal clear on it get crystal clear on what you offer and get crystal clear on who you're offering it to and get crystal clear on the price those three things to me are really important when we're selling because if you don't know that then that breeds lack of confidence in your service and in you and that person looking to buy will go she does not know what she's talking about there's no way i'm giving her two thousand pounds how the hell can she help me Whereas if you're on the money and you're like, this is what you get, this is how much it is, this is how long, this is a time, boom, boom, boom. Just think about that, like picture it in your mind's eye. If that was you receiving that sort of empowered information, you'd be like, wow, this girl's good. Right, I want it. When do I sign up? How can I have it? Because confidence breeds confidence, you know, and lack of clarity breeds confusion. Mm
0: -hmm. So if you're
1: not sure of what it is and you're lacking confidence in what it is, then why would that person buy from you?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I totally agree. It's like, you need to be the most confident in your own services and the transformation that you provide because like no one's going to be confident for you. And I, I think back on even like the way that I would sell kind of at the beginning and then now the way that I sell and it's like, I have so much less attachment to the end because we run a multi six figure agency. Like we have 60 clients, right? So we're in a different spot than when we had six clients. And yeah, I was trying to figure out if I could leave my full-time job, right? Like these things like develop over time, which is like, fine. That's good. That's important. And so I am in a totally different spot and I have to recognize that, but it's also remembering about the fact that like, when we're selling these things, like it doesn't matter what that other person thinks of our price. Like it, and there's, there's people who are going to pay your price and they're look at it and they're going to be like, that was the best investment I ever made. Or that was cheap. And I was, I worked with, I actually just did a discovery call. It was so funny. I hope this woman doesn't listen to this, but I did a discovery call with this woman and she's lovely. She turned into a client, which is great. But we were talking about podcasting and I typically don't do, and maybe you can actually speak to this Lindsay, but I typically don't give pricing on the discovery call. And I, I don't know why I just don't, I'm typically like, I'll send you a package at the end. If they ask, I'll tell them. I'm not like, I won't say anything, but I'm not like, these are my packages. Like, this is what I'm doing. It's like usually just a chance for us to get to know each other. And then at the end, I say, I'll send you a package. Let me know what you think. Always up for conversation. So like if there's something you want or something you want less of blah, blah, blah. So we had this good conversation. And, but in this call in particular, this person had already worked with somebody for their podcast. So when they came, I was like, Oh, I'm curious what her budget is because We, we're not fiber pricing. So I like, I'm always skeptical about the fact when people come to us for podcasts, I'm always like, okay, but like, we actually like, you know, you could, you could get this done for $25. Like I I know you can, that's not what we charge. So I came on and I said, oh, like, do you have a budget mind? And she immediately turned to me and she goes, and it was like an awkward little exchange and she said so too. And she was like, well, can you tell me what your prices are? And I was like, oh yeah, like they're standard. I like, I'll show them to you a hundred percent. But what was so interesting about that was I was like. If I wasn't in my own, like, power around these are my prices, she could have been like, oh, I paid $50, and, you know, I, like, and then me being like, oh, okay, yeah, then um, I, I can match that, that sounds good, even though that didn't feel aligned, and it turned out that she was actually paying almost, like, almost, I think it was triple what we charged. Wow. And so this was a huge deal for her, even though sometimes I'm insecure about our podcasting prices when I pitch them, right? Because I know people can get them cheaper. So it's like, it's totally about the space that people are in when they're making an investment.
1: Yeah. Just making us some notes there, writing down, because um, what you were saying there, Lindsay, I'd like your thoughts on it, where you don't give prices on there and you basically just send the price without you being present for it. For me, when I talk to my clients about that, it's about fear of rejection on your part because it's almost—and you've just said it there—you are insecure about your prices or can be. Yeah. So for me, even though you've also said in another breath, I really stand behind what I do. There is like still something in you that holds mm. you back because you're not giving the prices on call. I'm always give prices, and I do that to handle the objection there and then. So someone out, Yeah. So for me. I first get on if there's a vibe, great. If I know it and they're saying stuff and I think, God, I can definitely help this person, great. And then I'm like, would you like to know how you can work with me? They're like, yes, please. I'm like, okay, my six-month coaching is £5,500, UK money. How does that sound? How does that feel? Yeah, that sounds okay. Mm. Is there anything that would stop you from working with me right now? You know, Have you got any questions? Mm. Kind of silence. Leave it, because what you'll find is someone will go, oh yeah, that's great, and off they go. I try to handle the objections there in a really loving and open way of like, is there anything that would stop you? I've got to go and speak to my husband. No problem, no problem whatsoever. How long, you know, when do you want me to follow up? You always booking a follow up call with them as well. Mm. So again, this confidence there of just saying you're absolutely spot on to to do you boo, you know, go speak to your fella whatever you need to do. But I also just want to make sure that you're not come off the phone going. Oh, I just think that she means I have to pay it in full. Whereas if I, I if I challenge her in the, in a positive way, I could right. say, oh no, there's plans. And she'll go, oh right, brilliant. Whereas if she goes off the phone and doesn't know that, she might then go, well, I can't afford that. So I won't do it. Mm. Just, I mean, it's just a bit of, um, and I just see it as a conversation.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's interesting. Cause I, I and I, this is an interesting conversation because I think my perspective on it has been different in the sense that I feel like it's not my place to be challenging people's objections. Like that's just always been my perspective on it. Is that like- Yeah, so that's the difference. We're not challenging it to get mm. the sale.
1: We're, we're giving it a space of like, is there any, and that's why that question's really like open. Like, is there any reason that you wouldn't do it? Well it sounds a bit expensive okay what was you expecting what is it that you're looking for well I was only looking for a month coaching okay brilliant I also do that but if again if I hadn't asked that I wouldn't be able to help so it's the same as going back to the very beginning of the conversation where we're talking about shouting it from the rooftops by me just digging a little bit further and confidently and kindly doing it like is there any reason do you know does anything come up for you there do you need to ask me any questions it's just not kind of throwing it to them almost and then leaving it for them to fester because it's a big investment and there might be questions might be fear there's a lot of fear when we give big investments like that so for me that's the opportunity to just answer those questions it's definitely i wouldn't use the word challenge i don't challenge anyone because obviously that is the wolf of wall street then isn't it that's going into that territory of like you need to work with me um but I see objection handling as a way to just understand if they've got any fear or questions that you know, I can answer there and then.
0: Mm. And how would you recommend for somebody who's like a newer business owner where they're like at the point where sales calls are new to them, especially because I think one of the things that I always think about is that for a lot of businesses, their craft is like what they're actually good at. Like their craft is like whatever, whatever they're selling is their thing. Sales isn't their thing. They they didn't grow up wanting to be a salesperson, right? Because social media marketing is my thing, sales is kind of part of that. So I actually feel like I have a little bit of a leg, but a lot of people will tell me, they're like, I don't know how to sell rugs. Like, I don't know how to sell these things that I'm doing. And then that's where we get to step in. But curious, how do you encourage people in sales calls to be able to build some of that confidence, to be able to put aside some of these people-pleasing behaviors and be able to lean in fully into into their energy
1: yeah so as i said earlier i would get crystal clear on knowing can i swear on this podcast Mm -hmm. yeah know your shit yeah (laughs) know your fucking shit ladies know your stuff okay because again if you are challenged or if there is a question or if there is somebody that's not quite sure you you stand in your light you stand in your power light i know this stuff is good it might not be right for you but i'm not going to waver because this stuff is really good I also support my clients in pricing in an area that doesn't scare the bejesus out of them because they'll never, ever sell. If they've got a ticket price of a £1,000 and they've never sold before and they don't know and they feel nervous anyway... They just won't, they'll avoid it, they'll self sabotage, they'll avoid it, they just won't do it at any cost. So, what you have to do with pricing is one, I work with my clients on money mindset, another favourite topic of mine, and it goes deep with money mindset. Fascinating topic once you start uncovering your own money story. So, we'll go through their money story, we'll start to understand and see what their blocks are and their beliefs are around money, and then we'll price accordingly, and we will price it in a way that feels aligned that feels like it represents the value that they're offering. It represents their time. We also look at what do you want to earn in a year? Because we'll Mm. need to reverse engineer that. You know, you can't say I want to earn £50,000 this year and then charge £10 an hour yeah you'd be burnt out so there's lots of things that can go into it but even though i am a very kind of powerful the way i talk and very confident and i i know know that about myself i also don't push that onto my clients because i all know like you just said we're coming at it from different angles and they've not all have this background that i have of sales but i definitely do encourage people to step out of their comfort zone and really understand what are you scared of is it the fear Mm. of rejection is it the fear that you don't think you're good enough you know, is it the fear that people are going to judge you? What is it? Let's, let's work on that.
0: Mm-hmm. Love that. I'm curious for you too, like what happens when, you know, you have a client or somebody who comes to you, cause this is something I see a lot and they've never made a sale what like what are kind of the first steps to to try to like cause typically I don't approach it from the mindset angle like typically when I work with clients it's a lot more on the like network angle like I'm like who do you know who could you do some free work for in terms of being able to get a testimonial like some of these things but I'm curious from the mindset angle yeah so again when you're starting out I do
1: I say exactly the same to my clients, like, let's go for the low hanging fruit. So you're in a network, people that you know, but when it comes to mindset, I would work on the why, like, why are you doing it? What's the bigger p What's your personal why? What's the bigger ripple effects of your why? I would also look at someone's values, like what does selling this mean to you? What does money mean to you? Like my money? value is freedom safety trust peace you know all those things and then once you start tapping into and really understand what's motivating you and what's driving you then that will help you start to talk about it but again it's about getting that clarity on what it is you sell and why is it good like why should Mm. someone buy it? you know would you buy this thing off you if the answer is no or maybe not then (laughs) we've got a problem there haven't we so we'd need to work on that
0: yeah how much do you think uh, Lindsay me- messaging goes into that? Like how people message their, their things that they need to sell. Oh, do you mean on social media is in the content? Just generally oh. like, yeah, yeah, just generally, like even how they talk about it and messaging, like all these pieces. Cause I think, I think it's huge and massive, but I think people really undervalue like their own story and the way that like the yeah. way, like finessing that in order to be able to make a sale.
1: No, absolutely on board with you there. It's really, really important. People buy from people. Yeah. So people buy from people they know, they really like, and that they trust, okay? If you think of any of your own buying ways and the way you go about buying things, you wouldn't walk into a shop, and if someone was re- unless you really, really needed or wanted this item, if someone was rude from you, you'd probably go, do you know what, sack bit, I'm not doing this, I'll walk away. Mm-hmm. So just bear that in mind that your personality and who you are it comes back down to that enoughness like you're needed you are enough to do this you are you know believe in yourself yeah it's definitely tied into a lot of what we do people not feeling enough you know I'm not worthy of this who am I to sell this who am I to show up like this Mm -hmm. like you said putting that in your messaging is powerful stuff of like this is my story because what we sell as well as service providers it tends to be from somewhere where we came from yeah. so that was my story and I so when I started my business like you're saying I didn't know about marketing I didn't know about x y and z and now I help women with that because I was like if I felt like that then there'll be other people that felt and I've got the skill of selling so I can help people even more with that but when I started I was like I just need a roadmap I do I've never built a business I don't know how to do, bloody do this so a lot of service providers will come you know I got really poorly so I learned Reiki and now I help women with Reiki you know it, it tends to be a bit of a journey like that and so therefore that story is really important because people can relate to that. People mm-hmm. can see themselves in you or in their product story and go, okay, that's that's cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's also why I think like getting so clear on your actual story as well is so important and like the way that you came into business because I totally agree, you said a bunch of things that I, I feel like I say all the time on this podcast. People buy from people and you're selling to a past version of yourself. So often like asking yourself, like, what would you have responded to? What would have been the bait and hook for you? to make an investment with somebody. So even when I think about for me with social media, like some of the things I talk about, cause I owned a business prior to this was like, oh, I would have loved for that to feel relaxing. Yeah. Like, and and that's words I use when I talk to clients because I've heard my clients use those words to talk about us. So mm-hmm. I, then when I talk to like prospective clients, I'm like, We've been known to be relaxing. Like people have found this relaxing lurking with us or this and this. And why our story has been so helpful for people is because we actually don't focus on the hamster wheel of social media when we do done for you. Like it's not about like in the race, our focus is about building community because we know when you know, people know you and people like you and people trust you, they buy from you. So how do you lean into those people who buy from you or who will buy from you? Right. And so, um, I think that's so important because people buy from people and we often forget that and we become obsessed with like trying to like build like a persona or obsessed with like trying to build our network like super fast but really where the value is is that people are going to buy from us because they trust us so our best audience is the people that we've already got
1: yeah yeah and people obviously like you just said who they know so it's about getting to know you so how can you show a bit of vulnerability how can you show a bit of your past you know journey how can people relate to that and how can they go wow you know see you as an inspiration as well you know hopefully that's I had breast cancer in 2019 and that's what started my personal journey of like massive inter- I was always interested in self-development but massively into self-development and now part of my passion is because I... I, I have now found coaching and I know this is my soul's purpose and calling. I am now so ambitious and so driven to help other female entrepreneurs follow their path. I help them get out of their own way. I'm like, babe, you're just getting in your way. You know, you are kick-ass, you are driven and you are here for fucking more. Let's do this. Love
0: that. Okay, so yeah. if you had a piece of sales advice, so if you were like, this is like on my tombstone, I want this piece of sales advice. What is it? Um, it would be
1: to know your shit, like know your numbers, know your stuff. Like what are you selling? What's the transformation? Who are you selling it to? Why are you selling it? Why do you love it? Why are you passionate about it? Why should someone buy it? You know, just get really immersed in it really like wear this thing every day, own it, stand in it and and love it, like really respect it. Like, why God, people, you'd be daft not to buy it. I want you to be like really feeling like that towards it. And then I want you to build some confidence around selling, which is talking about it. Every day, try and move the needle so you're talking about what it is you do, whether that's on an Instagram live, at a networking event to your friends and family. I get my clients to say it out loud in the room or say it to their husband, you know, mm-hmm. because the more that we familiarize yeah. ourselves and make it neutral and make it normal, guess what? The more normal it becomes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just normalize it a little bit, practice it however you can, um, and definitely work on your self worth and your self love and, you know, who you are, because you are everything. You are the business. People are buying from you.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, one of the things I love the most about that is that it doesn't need to be a viral TikTok. it doesn't need to be you starting a podcast and talking for 40 minutes about your craft it is just you talking to somebody you love talking to a coach talking to a friend showing up in one instagram story like showing up on one post and starting to tell people because that is the power of network and community is that when people start to know what you do and because you're so clear on it and you know your shit and people are all about you people are going to sell for you because they're behind what you're doing and that is just so powerful
1: it's super powerful. Yeah. And that builds confidence and breeds confidence as well, because confidence is a muscle. We're not born with it. Nobody is born with confidence. I'm super confident because I challenged my confidence at a very young age. I was singing on stage. I was traveling the world, you know, I was doing loads of things. So my confidence is, is solid because of that. I'm not to say I don't get it knocked, but my point being is it is a muscle. So the same can be said building a business. You know, in a year's time, I often say to my clients, imagine in a year's time if you start these small steps now and start showing up for yourself and your business. Imagine that growth in a year and you'll look back and we do. I've just had an interview with one of my clients from a year ago and we look back and we're like, oh my God, like she came to me and 20 pound was a lot of money to sell her coaching container to a client and she was petrified. She now has it advertised for over a thousand pounds on her website and that was six months of working with me yeah that's huge isn't it from going petrified people pleasing scared oh my god 20 quid to over a grand
0: wow it's so powerful oh i love that i love that well lindsay thank you so much for your time i am so appreciative because i think sales are one of these pieces i want to keep bringing sales folks on here because it's such an important skill and we need it in all of our businesses especially early stage. I know what it feels like to be worried about selling things. I know like I know that feeling and there is another side so I love it. Lindsay, I'd love for you to tell people where they can find you and maybe some of the things you've got going on right now.
1: Thank you, my darling. Um, so come over on, onto Instagram, that's where I hang out the most, Lindsey Grace Coaching, and obviously the spelling, I guess, will be over here, won't it, Christina? Yeah, thank you. Um, what I am currently doing, and it's down to numbers though, but I'm offering a free laser coaching session to um, potential ladies, and I say potential because I'll get you to fill out a questionnaire, and if I feel I can help you, and that I'm open and I've got the time and the space, I'd like to offer a free coaching session. So just come and find me over on Instagram, tell me that you've seen me and heard me on this um, podcast
0: and uh yeah we can get that scheduled
1: in and that that ball rolling for you
0: oh i love that i love that and anybody who listens to lindsay please tell her what resonated i know i have some takeaways that i'll be thinking about for my future sales calls and some things i want to kind of kind of shift up but yeah definitely let lindsay know what you're thinking and keep on building your digital community folks i can't wait to hear what you think and how this resonated have an amazing day Thanks so much for listening to the build your digital community podcast. If you love the episode, please don't forget to rate us and leave us a review. Now we'd love for you to be a part of our digital community. Text join to 855-908-4688 to join our text list for exclusive social media tips or DM us on Instagram at the social snippet, letting us know what you loved about the episode. Keep on building community and to this and so, so much more.